on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Yes, and don't forget the tides here today. The high tide of Fort Denison will be at 7.18 this morning, 1.75 of a metre. Good sized tide. Low tide will be at 13.45, that's 1.45 p.m. this afternoon, 0.38 of a metre. So that's a fair bit of run there, nearly 1.3 metre run. And uh, high tonight at 7.42, 1.49. If you're thinking about being out and about here in Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay, we're looking at a nor-nor-easter, 10 to 15 knots. Could reach 20 knots earlier this morning. The sea around will be about a half a metre and a 70% cloud cover is what they are saying. Offshore, a northerly, 15 to 25 knots. The sea up to two metres. The swell about a metre or a bit below. And again, the chance of showers with a 70% cloud cover. And as we mentioned right throughout the morning, they do predict a thunderstorm. So please make sure your fishing rods are are put away, out of sight. Now, let's go straight to the phones and talk to our good friend, Foran, on the behalf of the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party, Nana Mark Banaziak. Morning, Mark. Good morning, Kieran. How are we? Very good. A couple of things to talk about. Uh, Minister, you spoke to the Minister on Trout Cod Recovery Plan? Yeah, look, we... um we come across the new draft uh, recovery plan for trout cod, um, and I just, for your listeners, it's very important to recognise this is the third uh, iteration of of a recovery plan. They do ten year plans. <laughs> We're into our our third decade of this, and if you look at the draft plan, it's pretty much more of the same in terms of uh, proposed strategies and actions. Um, and you, you scratch your head going, well, what we were doing in the first, you know, 10 years or the second 10 yeah. years. Um, but if, you know, just to give you a couple of examples, you know, they say that in in the short-term actions they want to do, they want to develop a reintroduction strategy. Um, they want to develop a, a brood stock management plan. Um, you, you think these are things that they would have done at the very beginning of this whole process when they realised, you know, this species was in trouble, um, you think they would have done these some of these things in that first 10-year plan uh, back, back way back in 2006. Um, you know, other things, you know, like um, actually establishing what the numbers are um, in different areas. Um, you, think that, you think that would be an, on, an ongoing strategy or action? Um, like how are they if they weren't doing that how are they making the assessments to continue to uh, establish more recovery plans every 10 years um, like it's it's um, quite a bizarre plan that they put in in place and it just it, it left me scratching my head um, thinking well what have they been doing for the last you know 15-20 years um, as a department on this if this is all stuff that should have been done clearly in the, in the first plan. So I'll put that to the minister in in the House and, you know, suggested that this 
you know, her plans based on a, a failed paradigm. Did she understand had... what you were talking about? Oh, she got a little bit defensive and said that she supports the <laughs> supports the plan, um, but was willing to talk to you know other groups that might be willing to assist. As I put to her that, well, there's a lot of fishing clubs out there um, that would be willing to assist in in restocking, um, in doing citizen science. Um, you know, they've done it on other species before. Um, you know, one species that comes to mind is the e-tail catfish. I know some of the the guys out at Denny did a really good job in in setting up a a stocking program in the in the in the, the river in the town in the ponds in the town, um, and it was able to then you know expand that out onto private dams. And they want they want to actually put that into into the river system as well, but we're told they couldn't. Um, so there's a lot of good groups out there that would actually help the department uh, with some of this work, uh, but there's no mention of them in this draft plan at all. Um, so I put it to the minister that she should be actually engaging with those groups, which she she said that she uh, would uh, be open to, um, but it seemed like a bit of a motherhood statement, and I'm not too sure whether she you know she might talk to them, or whether she'll listen to them is probably the more important uh, part of that. Um, yeah, so there's there's more... I guess there's more holes in this plan than, you know, a block of Jailsburg cheese. Um, and I guess that's part of the reason for me why we've decided to call the Minister back uh, for a second hearing in estimates, um, because there's just a stack of questions that we just didn't get to and uh, in the last hearing. And... Um, yeah, I could pro- I could probably drill her for half a day on this plan, um, but there's a whole lot of other stuff we need to ask her about. We need to ask her about marine Sometimes parks. Sometimes it's like talking to a brick wall. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's yeah. There's a there's a whole heap of stuff that we need to we need to you know get answers to and stuff that you know that is actually uh, this time sensitive. You know, we know the department's doing work on this, um, so we need to put pressure on them to actually make sure this plan's right. Otherwise, it's set and forget for another 10 years and the species doesn't improve again. Um, yeah, we need to... There's some time-sensitive questions around their election commitments on the statutory authority for wreck fishing. Um, you know, there's stuff going on in the background we know on marine parks and their draft network management plan we need to get to. Um, and you know we can't we can't leave that hanging over Christmas. So um, yeah, we've um, successfully moved the motion to call the minister back for an additional hearing. It was it was supported by everybody. The minister would you know you know accepted. She was she said she was happy to come and attend. So oh well, um, well she showed up. That's yeah, a start. yeah. So that we, we've been we've well we've. Whether she shows up or, or not, she said she will attend. We've got another. We've invited her to turn up roughly around the thirteenth of of December. So hopefully um, that date works out, and we can we can get some more answers, mm. um, particularly on on stuff around uh, recreational fishing. So um, yeah, so it's it's going to be a busy busy time leading up into. Oh, we'll keep everybody abreast of it. Thank you very much for doing that, because uh, the fisheries don't come 
don't provide any updates about what's happening anymore, so uh, we don't worry about that. Uh, now, agriculture. Yes. Estimates. What, yep, you yep. had a bit of a chat about this? Oh, well, I just, we just... The budget uh, estimates? Well, that's that's basically what I was just discussing. Oh, that, we, that, um, that there? Yeah. That was all of it? Nothing else yeah, outside yeah, I, of that? I rolled, it all in, I rolled it all into one, Kieran. You, you didn't stop me. I just kept talking. Yeah, well, that's okay. Yeah, I thought there was something more than what I've been able to bring up. No, well, look, obviously there's, you know, it's not just fishing in that estimates. It's There's agriculture as well. You know, it's a, it's a big portfolio, um, you know, that she's got, she's in charge of. And obviously it's, mm. it's a, you know, significant portfolio that we're, you know, my party's interested in it as well. So there's not just, there won't be just questions on fishing. There's, there's, there's going to be stuff there on forestry. I had to ask her and uh, the local land services who are supposed to be supporting farmers, but... Yeah, you talk to any farmer and they'll happily what? volunteer. Okay. They think what? they're hopeless. Have we had her opinion? We've got a take on what she thinks about how the wind farms are going to affect the fishing? Um, or the aquamarine life? Yeah, but I asked her a question in, in the House quite earlier on um, about this and just sort of pressed her and said, well, what does the department... You know, has the department actually made any submissions to the federal federal government as to the impact on this? And um, you said that they had, and you know, I then you know requested a copy of it, which then came back, uh, you know, all marked confidential. And um, it's it's fairly fairly tame in terms of what it says. Like it doesn't mm. it doesn't really go into a lot of detail, just talks generally about, you know, potential impacts, but doesn't necessarily make any definitive statements. It's very, it was a fairly weak and uh, um, neutral sort of submission that was made. Um, but I guess that's what you could expect from a from a Labor government state who's, you know, probably not wanting to upset their federal counterparts uh, who are trying to push this. They've got to be very careful. Throat. They've got to get their paycheck. They don't want to interfere with it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. They don't want to be told that they might be uh, uh, having to find a new job because they've spoken outside party lines. But, yeah, this is supposed to be coming from the department, uh, which is supposed to be independent. But it was obviously it was, it was clearly very well sanitised and, and uh, didn't really... Uh, really press the issue or press the importance of you know the potential impact of um, these things on on recreational fishing opportunities and, and habitat and and stock. So um, and we know there's some studies out there um, specifically on lobster and how the, uh, they can be impacted by the uh, electromagnetic. Yeah, we're only going to look uh, at the action that they've taken against the white spot. Zero. Yeah, well, it's all. You know, well, it's all. It's all. Says reactive. it all, doesn't it? Have a look yeah. where white spot comes from, and have a look at the action taken against that. Well, that's it. As I said, it's all reactive uh, yeah. actions, and yeah, we need to actually start being proactive. And you know, the government all the government's always very quick to you know adopt a precautionary principle. Yeah. Uh, on on other projects, but yep. this one it seems hell bent on just um, steaming headlong into 
you know, over 10 they, may, may, they may be looking for another job. From what I'm hearing from the fishing clubs, right, they're all ready to go up and rebel against the uh, the limitations of fishing offshore. They reckon why in the hell we've take, lost that much room to go fishing. Yeah. The areas that uh, people say, no more, no more, we're not going to pay for a fishing licence. Why pay for something we can't use? Yeah. You know, well, they're, um, they're, 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 and see where they go then. How are they going to pay all those blacks they pay out of the Recreational Trust Fund money? Yeah, well, that's right. Well, there's a there's a rally up uh, outside Parliament House at, um, on Thursday, so um, specifically about these offshore wind farms. So I encourage you, yep. if there's any fishermen that want to actually come and attend, um, we'll be out there speaking to the crowd as well. Yep. So... Um, yeah, I'm going to tell you, once there's no money coming in, the heads of some of those heads of uh, fisheries will disappear. Well, the government won't pay no, for non-productive. No, no, well, they have no choice. They're using 48 percent of our fees at the moment to pay for them uh, right now. So yeah. you know they lose some of that money, um, and um, yeah, they're in trouble. Big time. Okay, mate, I'm going to go and I'll talk with you next Saturday. Uh, yep, sure, no worries, mate. Too easy. Okay, Mark. Thanks, buddy. There he goes, Mark Mark Benaziak, who uh, luckily the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party represent the fishermen in Parliament. We'll take a break here on the Super Radio Network. We'll come back with Swanee. On 2SM and the Super Network, Talking Sport. Oh, what I call the Talking Sport Melbourne Cup. What's the distance? 100 metres, no handicap conditions. Seriously, old blokes and calves and hammies, it, it's uh, just nut. Graham, no. I'm not spending the night in hospital, no. No chance. There goes your market, Honda, all right? Oh, jeez, you'll have to, I don't know, have to invent something else now. That's down the tube for the world, isn't it? Weekdays from three. Simplest way is, you know, in the 80s, 90s and early 2000, everything was like you've done cocaine. You've done this, you've done that. These days they run around with the, oh no, no, he's, it's a metabolite that bends a lot line. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Can I just quickly send a cheerio to, uh, not that he's listening, because he runs the London Stock Exchange, Michael Liner, great Wallaby former. Um, just pulling that one out. Uh, Michael Liner running the London Stock Exchange. He does, he's a CEO. Um, so it's a fair people job. People wonder why we call him the top. Anyway. 13 12 69. Talking Sport. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decency supply. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years' experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. 
Razorback 4x4 Black Friday sale is on now with 15% off store-wide. Get some of Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. They'll protect your interior from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Razorback 4x4 Black Friday sale is on now. Shop online at razorback4x4.com.au today. Ready to retire? With a Host Plus pension account, you can turn your super into a tax-effective retirement income. So, whether you're focused on maximising your investments or having more certainty over your returns, Host Plus Pension has an option for you. More control over your retirement? That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. General advice only. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Consider your circumstances in the Host Plus Pension PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au before making a decision. Search Host Plus Pension today. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. Yes, while I talk about going fishing down the river, I also talk about a good fisherman, friend of mine. Got to send him a cheerio to Dave Munzig. Dave, get well, mate. He hasn't been well for the week or so, so we miss him at the coffee shop. Also, I've got to let Swanee and Yvonne know that I'm now a skinhead, courtesy of I Fade, the barber at Northmead uh, Shopping Centre. He's done a pretty good job, but skinned me. Uh, But that's that's life. Good morning, Pete. How are you? How's Yvonne? You had a barber, do yours. Nature did mine. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> well, he only done the back part. The, the nature had done the other parts. No worries, mate. Hey, these wind farms, mate, I haven't read much about them, but I'm sure but they'll have exclusion zones around them, won't they? Yep. Uh, uh, what, okay. What's worrying them is... Uh, People are saying, "Well, where's the science that goes with them?" You know, they, you know, there's talk from overseas that it's the reason they've stopped them and trying to work out where they're going to pull them down and put them is because of the sonar system that affects the whales and the dolphins. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we can't affect them, mate. The grand is beyond you. No, but anyhow, look. Uh, well, I don't know why uh, we're paying for places an, we can't use. Yeah, you can put an exclusion thing around anything, but I, the only reason they put no fishing signs on bridges is so Australians have got something to learn their rods up against. <laughs> 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 All right, mate. We better do a fishing report. Get yes. Away from the politics here. Uh, we've got east, nor'east winds today, 10 to 15 knots. Pretty good opportunity to get outside early and... Uh, and do a bit of fishing, then come back later in the morning or, or this afternoon with the east behind you, the wind behind you. If you can get out to the Barwon Banks today, uh, a couple of opportunities during the work, and make a few boats got out there on the 50k mark, and they caught a really big cavia, nice tuskies, some really good snapper and pearly. So you know, really the place you can get out there if you got the got the long pockets for the fuel bill, and you got to do some boats, but. Uh, 
remember uh, it's wise to travel with another boat out there because it's uh, it's a long way. Like I say, 50k, 100k round trip, anything can go wrong. It uh, helps to have someone with you. Uh, the North and Sunshine Reefs are fishing well at the moment for red throat trout. There's a few trout there which are always welcome. Uh, plenty of parrot fish too, apparently. Uh, Mahi Mahi around the fads. Uh, live baits are the best at the moment. Uh, yeah, you can get some live yakas. Uh, they'll take them uh, readily. Um, there was a nice barracourt uh, north end of the Pumison Passage where the uh, where the breakout where they pushed through the island there, the deep gutter. It's really opened it up there. And the fishing has just you know, improved no end with the deep water outlet now, uh, having pushed through the island the big seas last year. Uh, with even like I think I mentioned last week, they're even getting a hair tail. Um, and uh, of course, the Barra Monday went back. Uh, you're not allowed to take, I think, until February the 1st. I think the, the closure goes to another closure, heaps of them around. Uh, Marisha River, it's been a bit quiet this week. Uh, should improve over the next few days with the full moon and the big tides. Uh, get a few flatheads still. Um, well, that will improve too. Trevally around the cod hole, school due to. Um, plenty of mangrove jacks at the moment, and they're just going to get better as the full moon comes up. Uh, up the creek and get around the uh, uh, live baits or, or uh, lures around the fallen timber or around the bridge pylons, and you should get yourself a feed of jacks. Uh, the crabs have gone a little bit quiet, Kieran. I've had the pot in this week, and uh, I haven't got a legal crab. So I'm getting a few crabs, but they're all, they're all throwbacks. Um, just be very careful. Uh, well, if you can't be careful, you're out fishing and someone comes and pinches your trailer. But there's been a couple of trailers knocked off in the Fisherman's Road uh, boat ramp over the last couple of weeks. So uh, invest in a trailer lock or you could lose your trailer, mate. Uh, yeah, the bludgers are around. Mm. That's um, not good. No, it's not. Yeah, it happens everywhere. I remember down at Woiwoi a couple of times there. It happened. It didn't happen to me, but fortunately, but a few of them mates lost their trailers, especially on the black uh, blackball ramp, which is a secluded sort of ramp. Which, yeah, not too many houses around, so uh, a good spot for people if they want to do that sort of thing. Anyhow, um, yeah, it was interesting. Kieran, I was watching something on the box last week down at Lake's entrance. Uh, they, uh, years ago, they, they brought out the uh, professional, uh, um, what do you call it, professional effort uh, out of the lakes area there on the on the southern uh, black brim, the Cathapod, which are I think they're called. Anyhow, the black brim, and, and uh, it's very interesting, the 40-tonne of fish used to come out with the pros every year. Well, of course, it didn't take long. It's become one of the best brim fisheries in, in Australia at the moment. And uh, it, it's interesting. What interested me was the uh, block. I had bag limits, but the block size limit, which is very interesting and a, and a really good idea, you can only take fish in between 28 and 38 centimetres. So it leaves the small fish alone, and it also leaves the big fish alone to do their thing, the big females. So... New South Wales and uh, Queensland authorities might do themselves a favour and look into something like that. Yeah, there's always ways of improving fishing everywhere, but they reckon if you can't get a feed of brim down there, sell your gear and take up well, that's how good it is. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. 
Yeah, there's lots of things I can do, lots of areas I could try, you know, try these different things. But uh, uh, it's always the same. I mean, they take away the professional effort and fishing improves no end. Lake Macquarie's another good spot, another good example of that. So, yeah. Anyway, that's about it, mate. Well, looking forward to seeing you when we see you. Yes, uh, I got the hospital on Thursday, so I was going to leave tomorrow. I've got to work here tomorrow, and I was going to leave, and I thought I might do the. I'm going to see if I can do hospital on Tuesday, and that'd give me Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to get up there. Okay, okay. but anyhow, that's that's the plan. We'll see what happens. Changes every minute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, just be careful if you hit Yeah, no. They don't stop like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're looking forward to this, mate. <laughs> All right. I'll try and get your car going by then. I'll put the uh, charger on it. Okay. Uh, battery up for <laughs> That'll be good. Right. See you. All right. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Time for a break. That's what we're going to do. You're listening to High Tide on the Super Radio Network. Why don't you take your taste buds on a chocolate holiday with the irresistible chocolates from Byron Bay Chocolate Company. A local success story, the family-run factory produces spectacular chocolates to match our spectacular region. Locally sourced nuts, fruits and berries are lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create these gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Treat yourself this holiday season. Try their world-famous Moon Macadamias. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at quality independent outlets. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia, concussion. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy, Alzheimer's. There can be no cure without research. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call one three hundred. Double eight triple six zero. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all, connecting you to what really matters, to the issues you care about, to the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. Want accurate weight and ADG for every animal in your mob or herd? Consider TrueTest Walk Over Weighing. It's precision livestock farming where you can capture weights on every animal, not just a selection of them. With automated weighing and drafting you can trust, you can make decisions on your top and bottom performers with ease. With 24-7 support every step of the way. Get TrueTest Walk Over Weighing working for you. Phone 1-800-248-774 or visit truetest.com. Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. And this summer, let Cobram Estate be the hero when entertaining family and friends. Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour. Perfect for roasting, frying, baking, dressing salads and for dipping bread. Make your food taste even better this summer with a little help from Cobram Estate. Premium quality, great tasting and a versatile healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. 
The World Supercross Australian Grand Prix is returning to Marvel Stadium, Melbourne on the 24th and 25th of November. Witness 40 of the world's best riders, including reigning champion Ken Roxon and Australian heroes Aaron Tanti and Luke Clout as they battle for championship glory. Marvel Stadium will light up with epic pyrotechnics, freestyle motocross stunts and live music and more for two nights of exhilarating entertainment. Get your tickets at wsxchampionship.com. Don't miss it. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. Yeah, it's not only Shimano that's an excellent product, but also the Pro Lua is uh, moved into that category as well. Morning, Mr. Reid. How are you? Ah, morning, Kieran. What's doing? Not very much. Nearly time to go home. We're going to talk to you for a while and uh, about what's been caught on the south coast, and then we'll go and talk to the Adonis. Well, Mr. He Paul Burt on the south coast this weekend, but I had to cancel him. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. I think everything, um, everything estuary-wise here, particularly is is, is late. Like it's. Probably a couple of weeks late, I reckon. Um, we should be, like, in terms of the basin, we should have these big flathead that are really fired up and really aggressive. You can always pretty much bank on the first, the last couple of days sort of leading up to the full moon. There's a really aggressive bite, and um, it really hasn't been. And, and there's a lot of crew, and it's right up and down the coast, actually, because I've, I, you know, I've, I've pretty much in tune with a lot of tackle stores but and tournament anglers. But it just seems, yeah, the bite, um, that, that that spring bite is is later, and you're going to have to work harder. Having having said that, I I, I had the um, the fortunate opportunity to have a fish with Simon Cross from Crossfire Lewis and, and Crossy's, um, and that was during the week. And Crossy's he's the one who sort of led the way and paved the way for Flathead on on surface lure with his with his Crossfire Lewis, and he. He actually went down to Malacuta and fished the reel and in flathead challenge down there last week. Never fished the joint and fished surface the whole the whole time and came second and absolutely schooled the locals. So uh, and they were throwing two hundred and thirty mil crossfires. Big lures fished across the flat. So really what do we what do we really know? Um, but yeah, the bites the bite for the big ones here is, is slow. Things things are, are very late in terms of the season. The fish are there. Um, my suggestion is if you find a patch of legal size flathead, you're just going to and, and you're targeting that 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 bigger um, trophy size flathead that you're just going to have to work that area um, because that's likely that the bite from the big one will come on eventually. Um, that's probably the best bit of advice. And the bite windows, what we call the bite windows now, have also they, they're just much smaller. You know, normally or historically that. These bite windows would last a couple of hours where the fish would feed for a couple of hours and they'd go off. Well, now we're talking like minutes, um, blocks of even 15 minutes where they're, they're only biting on, the, on these times of light, either low light periods or tide changes or moon rises or moon sets. Um, so you're going to have to pick your bite windows. Um, otherwise, you're just going to be uh, casting all day for probably not a lot of return. 
Um, but that's that's in terms of flathead anyway. Um, they're, and they're spread right from the shallows onto the deeper drop-offs. Um, make sure you've got a, uh, a dedicated stick bait rod if you're going out on the basin because those big tail are going to show up at any time. Um, and the whiting are now just sort of starting to come onto the flats, whereas, you know, November generally we've, they start more towards the start of November, whereas at the moment we're only, you know, we're only looking like the whiting started within the last week. And that's, that's for the surface lure bite. So that's where you've got whiting on pencils and poppers and, and that whole thing. So the best, the best time for that is the middle of the day um, when the wind's really blowing and uh, you've got plenty of sunshine overhead, although you're not going to get much sunshine today because it's just um, pretty much, I think we're in for, it's going to be a pattern for the whole week where it's just been, we've had a lot of rain down here, so it's just drizzly, showery, overcast um, conditions here at the moment, and that'll continue today. Might get a bit of a break for that tomorrow when and it's all going to come back again Monday, so it's really good that we're actually getting a good drop of rain because that'll... It's good for the fish overall, but it's also five. You know, gives us a bit more resilience in terms of um, wetting everything down, so we don't burn in in, um, in, in summer. Um, in terms of Jervis Bay, though, the water out the front—they're um, already starting to catch marlin. Water out the front is uh, is around about 20, 20 degrees in the bay now. Um, you've, you've got the east coast currents in full effect. It just depends on whether it's sort of eddying off the front, whether the current's pushing uphill or downhill, but just out the front of Jervis Bay, the, the current's well and truly running downhill. Um, the offshore reefs are producing the uh, the bigger kings. Interesting, the kingfish projects come up with some interesting data on where, where some of these kingfish go, and they go right out over the continental shelf. Now, so, um, you know, they, they could have be having impacts as to why we're not seeing a lot of these larger fish inshore. Um, but uh, good to see the data coming off that tagging program. Uh, but yeah, you can drift across the hedge today. Um, pretty much guarantee a good uh, good feed of flathead as that nor'easter picks up. Um, if you want to go up fish out near point perpendicular or the entrance and do that, the, the nor'easter is pretty much in at the moment, um, and it's going to increase throughout the day. So you're going to have to plan to go home the long way. Yeah, I uh, wouldn't necessarily be launching out of Murray's Beach on these days because. Um, uh, the nor'easter really sort of pumps into that southern side of the bay. But um, I reckon this afternoon's going to be a good bass fishing bite, Kieran. And all this stormy weather, we've had our first cicadas really start to sing this week, and that generally signals that, you know, the real start of the top water bite. For, yeah, um, the country people are talking bass. about the bit of rain they had, even Stevie Bowler this morning was talking about it like, you know, the rain they've had has been very good. A fraction more. Another day or so of a bit of soaking rain would be excellent, but if we can get a good, you know, a decent uh, drop of rain come the middle of December, I think everything will really fire up. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're getting a lot more rain out west than us at the moment. You've got this big inland trough that's sort of, you know, dragging in moisture from um, that monsoon trough up north, and um, yeah, hopefully they can get their harvest all done before uh, before it gets too soaked as well. But uh, it's just that then is going to link up with the warm sea surface temperatures out in the Tasman, and it looks like we'll, we'll we'll finally get an east coast low off the coast here within the next week as well. Looking at some of the long range stuff as well, and that's generally we, we get a um, an east coast low. You can get it any time in November, but it generally happens around about the middle of November. Um, but at the moment, it looks like it could even happen end of November, early December. So. Um, yeah, you want to you want to watch your offshore forecast if you if you're heading out offshore. But um, 
The rain is welcome, Kieran. Um, it's good for everything. It's good for the garden. Um, the, <laughs> the veggies are powering. The fish are yep. going to love it. It's going to help some of these bass migrate further upstream. It's going to put nutrients into the system for the prawns. And generally, if we don't get too much, it'll fire things up. If we get too much, it'll just slow it down for another... Yeah, no, another I, I think it'll so, just, um, just, yeah, just a nice little drop. And, you know, an inch or so here and there, and uh, the crabs will all come out, the prawns will all come out. Everybody will be out to play, and it will be good. Yep, it's a good thing. All right, mate, thank you very much. Don't forget, cast yourself a pro, and you'll become one. You can proloastralia.com.au, and my young son flogged me again this week, got his PB 85 centimetre flattered in the shallows, (laughs) and I had to come second with a 73 on the clone prawn, but I'll take that kind of memory every day of the week. Yep, yep. If you want to get embarrassed, go fishing with your kids or your wife. That's great. Or your girlfriend, whatever. Yep, it's a good thing. Yep, it is. All right, mate, talk to you next week. Have a good weekend. Okay, you too. Thanks, Greg. There he goes, Greg Reed with the Southern Coast Report. We'll take a break again here on the Super Radio Network. We should be back with Paul Burt, the Adonis of the Gold Coast. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. How dare they release those murderous criminals onto our streets that's a joke. They had a very clear idea that this was possibly the decision that the High Court was going to hand down. Brent Bultitude. Well, they're guilty of being reactive rather than proactive. Well, the government goes off on their own tangent and then all of a sudden they disclose it to you and I. And then we go, wow, well, I don't agree with that, but it's too late. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make Finance Easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian credit licence number 392182. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 07-56198-198. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on zero. 0- 0406671359 Recently retired and want to give back to the community looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause Join View Clubs of Australia a friendly women's network in your local community View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty Become a member today Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalogue. Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators and tractor range. 
which perfectly match to Kubota's Land Pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates and extended warranties, there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could... Here's a quick update too from Port Macquarie. From uh, Ned Kelly's bait and tackle, he just said... Kieran, off the beaches, the red weed is a big issue at the moment, but the fish are out there, but uh, that's a bit of a problem. The estuary, the whiting and flathead have been terrific at Lake Cathay, or Lake Cathy, whatever way you wish, and good mulloway are being caught around the break walls. Let's go to the Gold Coast and find out what they're catching up there. Good morning, Mr. Bird. Hey, mate. How are you? I'm very good. Why are you whispering? I'm in Melbourne, so I've got to whisper because I wake everyone up. Oh, you will. Uh, how many people are you taking in the bedroom moved in Melbourne? Oh, don't, uh, don't answer that uh, question. None. I'll pass. <laughs> my wife and my kids. <laughs> Sorry, mate. It's not the, not the 60s anymore. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everybody thinks you're a nice person. Be careful what you say. <laughs> We're actually down here doing a um, for Suzuki, uh, the Suzuki... Uh, clean ocean project so we're just come down to help clean up some beaches around the place and um you know just do a little bit of goodness for 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 the nature and we come down last night about midnight and we'll come back home this afternoon so they just got a a, a it was good how blakey converted you over to suzuki oh mate absolutely absolutely blakey good on that one and you know it's just i just like being part of that stuff you know this is the thing if you uh yeah, they've put a day together, put a barbecue on. That's what really got me going at the barbecue, to be honest with you, is that, you know, you turn up and um, you have a barbie and you walk around and just clean up stuff. They pick up tons, you know, tons and tons of kilos and kilos of hundreds of kilos of rubbish. And, you know, it's just sad to see that um, someone's going to do it. Someone misses it and, you know, just gets uh, accumulates into a giant rubbish tip at the beach. You know, I want that. So we're down at Williamstown today and I think that's where uh, just somewhere around here we're going to pick it all up today and have a meet and then it's at lunchtime. Head back up to the coast, so it should be a nice day. Well, how's the weather up on the coast? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Actually, yeah, no, pretty good. We've had uh, we've had light winds over the past few days. Uh, we've had a, a little bit of um, a little bit of heat with it yesterday. It was actually a beautiful afternoon yesterday afternoon. There's no wind, and the day before the afternoons have been dropping out, so it's been good fishing for snapper. And on the local reefs, the bar crossings have been good. We've had an easterly swell just less than a metre. It's going to hold steady that way for the next few days. Morning tide change, highs. Uh, evening will high as well, just on dark. So it's pretty good, you know. If you want to go there and target some uh, some snapper or mulloway right you know, late in the afternoon, it's, it's an ideal time to do it because you've got a safe passage coming back in, uh, especially with the uh, with the moon up at the moment, the full moon coming up. So, you know, it's, a, it's, it's one of those afternoon and evenings that you can see the moon. It's, it's clear enough. And, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an easy passage back across the bar. So you've got to watch the coastal bar. I always, always say that. You never know. But, um, mate, there's some bits of good fish about, that's for sure. Some really good snapper. See, the snapper have been going bonkers out on the water, you know, 42 and 57 grounds. People have been getting some awesome fish out there. Gab from uh, Sea Probe Charters. Anyone want to do a charter boat offshore on the Gold Coast? Sea Probe Charters. Gavin, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, mate, they've been banging the, the, uh, the snapper. 
and also getting the bag limit of those and then going out around the corner and, and getting big dolphin fish, big mahi-mahi. So, you know, the customers going home with some good, uh, some good fish and good memories and, um, yeah, plenty of bent rods. Um, in shore, there's been some nice catches of flathead. They've been around in good numbers. Lots of bull sharks about at the moment. They've uh, been chasing anglers, uh, brim back of the boat and the javelin fishing. There's plenty of grunner brim for the uh, estuaries at the moment. Because you can live in the rain river upstream from the Bundle Bridge, um, sort of up, up around Carrara Reach. If anyone wants to head up there, just use some, uh, some worms and you'll catch plenty of grunner brim. A lot of them are just legal. and There's some crackers there up, up around that, uh, sort of pushing mid-40s to early 50s, which is sort of kilo and a half, two kilo fish. And um, they're, they're a big fish. And you also get a lot of uh, grunters in this time of year between the north arm and the south arm of the Cooma River in the main entrance at that main channel opposite the older shots. And, and for me, what I do is I fish in the morning running tides. So you want a high tide probably at around 6 o'clock in the morning. So now's ideal, actually. And um, and just drift that channel the last of the channel, get there really early in the morning, just use a, uh, about a number four ball sinker and uh, and a real long leader, probably four-foot leader with a, a yabby on the end. And just drift that that, ch- that main channel uh, between those two arms, and some of the javelin fish. Um, you know, my brother and I used to pull out of their buggy. My buggy, maybe a couple of kilos, and beautiful fish to eat. They're stunning fish to eat, and they're they're, they're back there at the moment. Um, but the flathead are plenty plentiful in, in the shallow waters around the older shots, uh, in that vicinity. Also around Gold and Green Bank at the jump, plenty of flathead there. Some honkers too. I've been using uh, the Atomics, which are uh, anaconda. You can pick those up. They're like a, a they look like a whiting. Um, you can't miss them on the shelf. They, they look like a, a real whiting, but uh, cast those things out and just do a slow retreat back and you do well. Johnny Costello Soft Glides, another lure that uh, does really well on the big lizards. Uh, and also down around um, Wave Bay Island on the Gold Coast, been some nice catches uh, around the western banks there of whiting and, uh, and flathead as well. But uh, the fishing's been pretty good. I've had a, a fairly good week on it. A little bit of rain earlier in the week did a bit of justice, pulling some, um, some fish back into the, uh, into the rivers. And uh, bass are about as well in the in the impoundments. There's been no shortage of bass up there. It was a little bit quiet last weekend on the bass, I must admit. But uh, this week, again, with a bit of rain just pushing through, we've seen some good fish in the back areas of the gullies, mainly mainly on uh, on surface uh, lures like surface frogs, inland frogs, stuff like that, and the small poppies um, doing quite well. So surface lures definitely key up in the uh, in the dams this time of the year. But early morning, late afternoon, middle of the day, you can go spinnerbait. Um, in purple colour would do uh, would do quite well, mate. So yeah, fishing's been pretty good on the Gold Coast. Mm. Well, that's good. What about the restrictions that are applicable to the various species at the moment up there? Yeah, look, barramundi is a, a, a fish that um, you know we we do catch on the Gold Coast now, and people uh, are out there targeting them right now because they know this time of the year they're about. But one thing they're not used to are the restrictions. So you can catch barramundi in the impoundments, and they've been going bonkers up at Monduran Dam at the moment, west of, uh, of uh, just northwest of Harvey Bay. Um, Andrew Chorley, Chozer, who runs Harvey Bay Flying Sport Fishing, absolutely banging the fish. And they're up around a metre long. Can't eat them, tastes like mud, but geez, they're a beautiful-looking fish. And, been, you know, the thing is there too, Kieran, they're, they're sitting in 24 metres of water, but the thermocline's sitting at 3 to 4 metres of water, and the fish is sitting just underneath that at about 5 metres. So, you know, they're not right on the deck that you are trolling those waters. But... In that shallower, um, in that in that shallower depth range of lure, in deeper water, if you know what I mean, you're not bagging the bottom because the fish are up close to the surface in the thermocline. But um, back to the Gold Coast is that we have barramundi in our estuaries because people let them go over tanks and they grow. Whether they breed, I don't know, but there's plenty of, plenty of them. And um, but they're not aware because we don't we don't target barramundi all the time. Those sport fishermen who do mm. are aware. 
but also there's out, those out there just going, I'm going to try and catch a bear right now. But it's illegal to catch a bear on the, on the East Coast uh, this time of the year um, in a tidal, uh, a tidal restricted waterway or tidal waterway. So yep. if there's tidal movement, you can't do it. Impoundments, you can. So um, both yeah, sides I, I, I think it's a good idea. I think the restrictions are good. They'll let the, let the yeah. fish species breed and move yeah. on. I think that's only uh, common sense. I totally agree with you, mate. And it's something we don't have a lot of these days for people. But it, it is, um, it, it's, it's there for a reason. You know, they don't put uh, snapper closures on in, uh, in, 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 in August, July, August, for the hell of it. They put them on to let the, the fish spawn yeah. successfully. You know, so they, we, we're not catching all the bigger snaps. And I think New South Wales has got to take a plan. It's like daylight savings. I'll look at it this way. Yep. When you come up to the Queensland New South Wales border in Coolangatta, one side of the streets New South Wales, the other side's Queensland. It's a busy part of a major city, one of the major, one of the biggest growth cities in Australia. Mm-hmm. But it's it's that daylight savings place where you know it, it catches so many businesses and people out. It's the same with fishing. When you go offshore, you've got the Tweed River, which is New South Wales, and yep. you've got. Come north, you've got Talabaja, Crumb and Creek and South and Seaway. But it's an invisible line. So we can catch a, a few snapper in Queensland and we've got closures, but in New South Wales, the bag limit on snapper is doubled. You can catch your 10 snapper in New South Wales. The size limit is smaller. You can catch up to yeah. 30 centimetres a minute. So you look at that invisible line on the border and one part of the state's doing the right thing, but the other side... Is, is different, and this is where it catches a lot of people unaware. Is that in su- in winter when you're targeting different species, it's the same with mackerel for Spanish mackerel. We've got closures up here. Um, you're allowed one yep. check times or whatever it might be, and, and New South Wales is different. So you've got to be aware of your rules and regulations. I'll say day. this, Paul: mm. Is it size that's applicable here, or is it the attitude of various people? And their ideas. <laughs> Good question. I think, okay. it, mate. I, I think when it comes to the mackerel closure or the mackerel uh, for Spanish mackerel, I, I think it's just, I think it's wrong data um, given to to us, mm. um, and, and you got to take into what's happened in the past in history, whether it was, you know, COVID or people not using their professional licences, not to to get the bag limits in a decline in bag limits, bag catches because people aren't using their licences. That's good at right. Um, yeah, hey, listen, uh, we're going to go. So we're we going to step outside today? or uh, Yeah, ju- absolutely. Jump onto the 7 Plus uh, app, or you can check it out this morning, um, of course, on, on 7, mate. And, uh, yeah, mate, we're uh, full, full steam ahead. Love it. Gonna get one of those lures, those atomic whitings from Anaconda. I tell you what, they'll catch the flat at over 90 centimetres. Beautiful. Talk to you tomorrow. Good on you, mate. Take See care. you, mate. Bye. There's uh, Paul Burt up there in Queensland. We're actually down in Melbourne. Look, I just want to give you a bit of a wrap uh, on some of the things that were happening. Lake Illawarra was fishing down the mouth there. There was big flathead and whiting and crabs available in Lake Illawarra. In the Hawkesbury, there's flathead jewfish being caught up around the bridges and the Mooney Mooney. Uh, the South Coast beaches are, are good for whiting salmon and tailor. Stevie Bowler was saying that the creeks are producing good yellow belly and carp and also out from the dams. Pete, PJ was saying whiting, uh, brim, jewfish, tailor. Offshore uh, has been good for some salmon as well. And uh, 
blue swimmer crabs about. And it's nearly time for me to go. And I will be back tomorrow morning. I hope you can tune in from 4am right through to 7am. Don't forget, 12.69 on the dial if you want to call us, 13.12.69. You have a great day, safe day, and thank you to all the sponsors and also to Mumbles. He's doing a great job. This boyhood story had to end.